All right. Good morning. Welcome to today's show. We're uh, starting episode number six, and uh, I'm excited about today. Got my brother and my friend, Brother Jim Everidge, uh, coming in, doing a revival for us this week. And while I had him here, I said, hey, brother, let's do a podcast. Amen. He said, man, any way we can get the word out there, share something about Jesus, I'm all about it. So good morning, Brother Jim. Morning, my brother. Good to be with y'all. Glad you're here. Yes, sir. Always love being around you. It's always a good time. I always get to hear about Jesus and those uh, Jesus miracles that's Amen. happening around Amen. you. Um, this morning, I just wanted to ask you a question I don't know that I've ever asked you. So why do you do revivals? Well, you know, uh, Brother Clay, it's like uh, why do I preach? You know, it's a God, God's called us to that ministry. And, uh, uh, you know, if the greatest need in America right now is revival. You know, I've always had a, uh, an evangelistic heart uh, wanting people to come to know Jesus first and foremost because that, uh, that was Jesus' life mission. Luke 19.10, he said he'd come to seek and save that which was lost. But you can have evangelism without revival but you uh, can't have revival without evangelism and the church needs revival amen and uh that's the greatest need of the hour and uh you know it's just uh, god opens up the doors for us to uh share you know what god's word teaches about uh about revival and uh you know to catch god's winds of revival you there's got to be desperation and uh, one reason we don't have revival in our own lives life of our church we're just not desperate enough we're satisfied with what we have and but you know, uh, Psalms 63, 1 and 2 says, O God, thou art my God, early will I seek thee. My soul thirsteth for thee. My, my soul longeth for thee to see thy power and thy glory in thy sanctuary. There's got to be a desperation to catch God's winds of revival. And, you know, there's got to be preparation. There's got to be an openness of our hearts to the Holy Spirit. There's got to be obedience to God's word. And there's got to be a oneness among God's people. Uh, those are the keys to revival. But, you know, to catch God's re wind of revival, there's there's desperation, there's preparation, but the main key to revival is supplication. Mm. Revival will never come to a prayerless Christian. Revival will never come to a prayerless church. God said, if my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray, seek my face, turn from their wicked ways, then while I hear from heaven, forgive their sin and heal their land. Prayer is the key. But you know what? To have revival that also comes with expectation. Mm. For the faith that believes is a faith that receives. And a faith that receives is a faith that achieves great things for God. So we got to come when we, when we come together as God's people doing these meetings, we come expecting God to move and work. And, uh, you know, if you expect nothing, you'll get nothing. But there's got to be an expectation among God's people. Man, this coming Sunday, we want to see a, we want to see a fresh movement of God's Holy Spirit among His people. But, but the key to America, for us to turn back to Him, we've got to have revival. Amen. Amen. So it sounds like you believe in revival. <laughs> well, I need revival. You know, it's not going preaching churches that need revival. I need revival. It starts with, with me. And, uh, you know, that's something we, we need every day. And uh, it should be an ongoing thing in our lives as God's people. Our walk with Him ought to be closer than it was yesterday. Amen. You know, we need to be more revived today than we was yesterday. Amen. So it's an ongoing thing. But, I, you know, it's not me going preaching revival. It's me, something I desperately need. And, uh, you know, it only takes one. It only takes a spark to get a fire going. 
And I pray that for God's glory, maybe we could be that spark or whatever, you know, to uh, catch those winds of revival. Amen. Amen. Well, we'll be having that revival meeting here. Um, we'll, we'll have tonight. Amen. And then we'll finish up Wednesday night. Unless the Lord just blows across Amen. these, Amen. these uh, ambers Amen. and stirs that spark, like you said, and we need to extend the meeting. Thank you, Jesus. But uh, until then, we need to be about inviting people, Amen. sharing the gospel, sharing with uh, p people how to get here and all that kind of stuff. And uh, we're just glad you're here. Um, do you believe that, that our country uh, is in need of revival right now? <laughs> no. Uh, you know, our country doesn't just need revival. Our country, our only hope for survival is revival. Amen. That's that's our only hope. I know. Our only hope for survival as a nation is revival. And uh, it's not just that we need it. We desperately need it. Right. We need a fresh outpouring of God's Holy Spirit on our country, mm -hmm. turning hearts and lives back to the Father as God's people. And, you know, when revival comes, the lost will come. But it starts with God's people. First Peter 4.17 says, Judgment must begin in the house of the Lord. That's where it starts, not in the White House, the schoolhouse, the courthouse. It's got to start at God's house, and my heart and your heart is God's people. That's where revival begins. We can point fingers at everybody in this country, but you know what? It begins with us as far as when it comes to revival. And uh, uh, we desperately, I desperately need revival. So a lot of times when you go into churches and around churches, is it usually the, the church member, the folks that's been there in the church for a long time that, that you see get saved and transformed during these meetings? Well, you know, it's, uh, you see a lot of that, Brother Clay. Uh, you know, when Jesus talked about, uh, about the wheat and the tares and uh, that many will say in that day, but Lord, Lord, did we cast, you know, do all kinds of things but never been saved? And, you know, Billy Graham, I've said this many, many times, when, when he was alive, the greatest evangelist the world's ever known, Billy Graham, said that 70% of all decisions that were made in America, not where he preached around the world, but in America, 70% of all those decisions that were made as his great crusades were unsaved church members. They were members of somebody's church. And, uh, you know, uh, uh, I, we see a lot of that. And uh, But, you know, it's just uh, the Holy Spirit does the work. You know, we, we, we open up God's Word as you do Sunday after Sunday, and God's Word's not going to return him void, but it's God's Word that pricks our hearts with his word and touches hearts, changes lives. And we're totally dependent upon the Holy Spirit. It's not about, it's not by might. It's not by power. It's not by preaching, sermons, outlines, personalities, music. It's, it's all about, unless the Spirit of God comes, it's, it's, nothing's going to happen. We're just going to have a meeting. But let me tell you, when God's Holy Spirit shows up, that meeting is going to turn into an encounter, a fresh encounter with our Heavenly Father. So you're saying when you come in and, and do these revivals and you share and speak, there's there's actually people that come to know the Lord during these meetings? Well, well in spite of us. <laughs> yes, sir, in spite Amen. of us. Amen. We've already been seeing that here uh, Sunday morning, you know, just an outpouring Amen. of folks that, uh, you know, received the Holy Amen. Spirit. And um, I, I look forward. Um, I love revival because I see the change in our people. Yes. You know, you, they hear the same voice over and over so right. long to hear a different voice right. come in saying the same message. Right, right. Um, you know, they, they come and they tend to respond. And so I, I, I love revivals. Yes, I love sir. to see folks right. come in like right. you that are gifted with evangelism and come in and share the good news and uh, stir inside those those dead bodies and uh, dry bones begin Amen. to start rattling, Amen. right? Amen. You know, uh, I, love that, I love that song, my worship and praise leader, uh, Brian Gardner, who's with us this week, by the way, uh, 
you need to come and hear Brian. He's anointed, and he'll be a blessing to you because, uh, but you know, there's a new song that's that's been written recently about only Jesus can turn a sea into a highway, bones into an army, and grave into a garden. That's right. That's and he right. can do that. He can you know, do it. And uh, we just got to come believing and expect him to do it. And, uh, you know, we're excited about being here because it's, it's like coming home to Blanchard. And uh, people love Jesus here, and uh, they have a heart for the Lord. And we're excited about what the Lord's been doing at Blanchard, but we're more excited about what he's fixing to do. Amen. And Amen. Uh, so, uh, well, we'd love to invite everyone to be here tonight at 630. Uh, we're having a... Uh, Bible study every morning at 10.30 or at 10, 10 o'clock here at Blanchard and uh, then uh, service is at 6.30 and, uh, uh, tonight and tomorrow night. So uh, if you can't be here, you pray for us because we need that more than anything and just uh, pray we can be a part of something this week. They're going to be explained that God did it. That's what that's what we pray for. Amen. So what are you teaching on at 10? You do spiritual warfare? Well, it's, that's that's what we've come you know, prepared to do this, this week. And uh, but you know, whatever the Holy Spirit, however He leads us, when we get to a church, a lot of times we plan this is what we think we're going to do. But when we get there, the Holy Spirit has other directions, and there's needs that we need to maybe minister to that the pastor shares, you know, with us. And so we just want to be flexible and not, you know, it's uh, we want to be spirit led, not sermon led, or you know, I, I got it on my calendar led. And uh, you know, just because you write revival on the calendar, don't mean you're going to have revival. Amen. So, Amen. Uh, but we just. This week, been looking at spiritual warfare. Yes, Amen. Sir. Amen. Well, that's good to talk about the revival. You've been talking a little bit about Israel since you've been here, and uh, uh, that's where I met you. Yes, sir. And, Praise uh, the Lord. What a what a God encounter and a <laughs> yes, wonderful sir. time, and uh, just really blessed my life Amen. to get to know you and meet you and everything. And uh, we're gonna do another trip yes, together, sir. right? I can't wait. Yeah. Yes, sir. Uh, hopefully, you know, it's uh, Israel's been closed this last year because of the pandemic, and it's fixed to open back up. Praying in 2022, and so uh, uh, we're excited about going back. I tell you, it's a life change. I've been there 14 times, but it's, every time you go, it's a, your your life has changed. You can't walk where Jesus walked without your life being changed. And uh, you know, uh, Israel's the focal point. That's where Jesus came to died on the cross for our sins, and He's coming back to Israel one of these days to set up His earthly kingdom and. Uh, but just uh, what an excite, exciting time to be able to go back and walk uh, in his land. And uh, so, Lord willing, we're going to be going back in 2022, hopefully sometime in the spring, uh, March, April. We'll find out more about that uh, later this fall. And uh, we're taking 40 people. We've already got 27 signed up uh, at our home church back in Dallas. Uh, and so uh, we'll have a great time and, uh, you know, you, it's just it's life changing, and uh, I'm going to ask Brian uh, Gardner, our worship leader, if he'd come right now. I'm going to let him share with you the life change he had. I want him to tell you a little bit about Israel and what it what it meant to your life, Brian. And uh, you know, the neat thing about it is Brian's been with been with me one time, and he's going to get to go back with us this time, the Lord willing. And boy, I tell you, he was singing on the Sea of Galilee, singing on Mount of Olives, singing there in the Garden Tomb. Uh, but, you know, uh, I want Brian to share with you and what's on his heart. And uh, so I'm going to turn this over to Brian Gardner. Brother Brian, we love you, brother. Thank you, Brother Jim. While Brian's getting situated and sitting down at the chair, um, I know for me, Israel, being a pastor for just a, f a few years, uh, the first time I got to go and um, 
in 2016, it just began to open my eyes where, where places that were in the Bible, now when I preach them, I preach them because I've been there. And, and it just really stirs afresh in my heart and in my life. And Makes then the Bible come alive. It comes alive. And I tell everybody, Brother Clay, that since I've been able to go, that, that uh, you know, when you think about going on vacation, you think about places here in America like, you know, Disney World, Disneyland, you know, wherever you're up to the mountains, to the beach, wherever your family may like to go vacation. vacation. But when I think about going to the Holy Land and my trip to the Holy Land, it's not like the same feeling of wanting to go on vacation. It's the same feeling I get about going back home to Mama's house. Mm. Yeah, that's right. It's like going home. Mm -hmm. And um, I'd never been there before, but the Holy Spirit uh, who lives within us, if we know Jesus as our Savior, He's been all over that place, right, so there's right. a familiarity whenever we, whenever we go. But uh, it's amazing we get pictures as we read the stories in the Bible and we study God's word. We get pictures in our mind of what we think it looks like, and then we get to go there and uh, see see how right or wrong we are about the pictures we mm -hmm. have in our. In doesn't our it mind. doesn't it totally change your mind when you get there and you see something that's. Oh, you absolutely. thought it looked this way, yes, and then sir. you get there, yes, like sir. the Jordan River. I'll, I'll never forget when I walked up to the Jordan River for the first time. It was so muddy, and, <laughs> and in one place it was about looked like a yeah. what, what we say in Louisiana, creek. You know, yes, it looked sir. like a creek, absolutely, put a little creek there. Yeah, you look but, at that little spot of water, and you, wow. and it's in all through God's word, it's related to death, and you think, my goodness, death ain't no big deal. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? That's yes. true. Man, it was an, also an, uh, an experience and encounter to be baptized in the Jordan. And I know a lot of folks, that's a highlight of their trip is to, to get to go over and uh, be baptized in the Jordan. And um, Absolutely. That was special to me because Brother Jim shares a lot when we do these meetings about how we've become family. And I've become um, uh, another son that he never wanted. But, uh, but he's become like a dad to me, and it was special um, with the relationship that we have to have my uh, my pastor, my spiritual dad, uh, to be able to baptize me in the Jordan River where, where Jesus was at, and it was that's well, an awesome experience. Isn't it awesome that that you know we go down as believers, we we know Jesus, we've we've accepted him as our Lord and Savior, and for so many of us, it's just to go down as as a symbolism to just be baptized in the Jordan. But when you go with this guy, he's out there in that 20, feels like 20 degree water, out there sharing the gospel, telling people to repent and be baptized. Kind of like, sound like uh, John out there, you know, yes, he's, he's calling people to be saved and to be baptized. And we'll have people, he'll, he'll share the gospel and, and say, give a response to it. People are raising their hands and being baptized. So it's, it's, a, it's amazing. It's amazing. And like you said, the first time I was baptized, you know, it was when I first got to know Jesus. And so getting baptized in the Jordan was also special because I know more of him now than I did then. And it was almost like renewing your wedding vows. Mm -hmm. That's true. That's true. To get to be baptized again in the Jordan. Right. So it's very special. It is good. I, I like going. Well, Brian, man, it's been great to have you uh, leading us in worship too. Um, doing a fantastic job just uh, seeing you uh, look like your face is going to explode while you're up there singing and, and just pouring out your all because it's the love that's residing inside you and you just see it just pouring out onto our folks. I know that they've just really enjoyed you being here. Um, I've enjoyed you being here and I, I've, I've enjoyed the friendship. Man, we've You came about a month ago, you guys, we did a, a pre-rally just getting our folks excited about what was going on, what was going to happen and 
And uh, you and I have connected as friends. And so yes, sir. just like Jim, I, I look forward to this lifelong friendship that Amen. we'll have. We have a kindred spirit. And now we have Amen. a friend's All spirit. this in heaven too. Amen. Isn't yes, that good? Sir. Yes, sir. Isn't we, good? Uh, I'm glad we get along because we got to spend eternity together. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like God's going to do a transformation <laughs> in us. Amen. We can't Amen. only get along on earth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he, come quickly, Lord Jesus. I know it. I know it. It's been Amen. good. Amen. I know it's, it's been, been a blessing good. to be here. And your, your folks are... Your folks are easy to, um, Brother Jim probably say the same thing. He's easy to sing to, easy to minister to, because they, um, they want, they want to participate. That's right. And so it's 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 easy and a blessing. That's right. Amen. You know, pandemics kind of had a little bit of uh, uh, doing ministry a little bit different and things like that, and and folks are, are a little more nervous to get out and stuff like this, but. You know, there's something different. I, I, I love podcasts. I, I love the Internet, how we can get on there. I love Facebook. Um, I, I believe, as Paul said, you know, we're going to reach people by all means, by whatever means. I, I've told them all the time. Um, I believe if, if Paul had a, a, a pilot's license and could get up in the air, he'd, he'd write the gospel up in the air. But, you know, it's, it's really different when you're around the people of God. Amen. The Spirit is just so much different. Amen. And I understand if people are sick and they can't get out, but I say this, make every way possible to get to the meetings, to get to church on Sunday and stuff like that. Um, because, yes, we can do it at home. We, we can do it in our pajamas and, and have our cup of coffee there and watch it on the TV or on the computer, stuff like that. But boy, you sure experience the, the the presence of God when you're around the people of God. Brother Clay, I remind our people back in Dallas a lot that that um, it sounds radical in the days we live in, but it's the truth. The Word of God tells us that God didn't give us a spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind. And with everything going on in our world today, uh, we need to have a sound mind and take precaution and, and be wise and follow the Lord. But we also need to be reminded that that the, the Word teaches us that He knows the number of our days. And so whether it be through a pandemic or a heart attack, whatever it is, our, our time on this earth is already predestined with the Lord. And so we just need to follow Him and be of a sound mind and, and, and get about our Father's business. Amen. Amen. Well, we all in the same vein. I love that. we got to get out there and share them. While we're doing that, I'll kind of wrap up the show by talking about if we're going to be out there reaching folks this Saturday at, uh, at 1 o'clock. We're going to have what's called an extravaganza, um, just like we talk about. It's just not a, a we talk about the bunny or eggs or something like that. We have a purpose and a plan behind that. We want to introduce people. Uh, to to our congregation, we want them to see that you know what, just like just like Boo, I was thinking about that this morning. That's your son Zach. He uh, he got to come with you guys. He he was uh, you know here singing and seeing, and you know what, it's contagious. It's 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 fun being around people of God. You know what? We're not a bunch of sticks in the mud. We can have a good time. We can fellowship. We can laugh. And a how old is Boo? Fifteen. A fifteen year old boy didn't want to leave to go back home to do something that he really loves, and that's called playing baseball. He's already called me. He called He called when I sat down in this chair, and I had to yeah. hang up on him, wanting to know what's going on. Right. What, what a blessing. You know, when, when we act like, when Christians act like we're supposed to act, then our, then our young folks want to come and be a part of it. But so many, we wonder and want to blame it on staff so many times, Brother Clay, why our kids don't come. But when we go home from church and 
and gripe and complain about everybody in the church, no wonder they don't want to be a part of it. That's it. That's it. And so anyway, praise the Lord. Amen. Happy so, is the people as Lord is their God. Amen. You know, amen. amen. But I'll get back to that Easter extravaganza. So it's going to be at 1 o'clock this Saturday. We're going to hide. Um, man, our, our, our teams got crazy. We, we had some uh, challenges in our Sunday school class. Uh-huh. We raised candy like it's nobody's business. Had to go buy extra eggs. At, at one time, we were looking to hide two or 3,000 eggs. Wow. I don't know. We're going to hide a bunch of them. We're going to have a couple bounce houses, jumpers. Um, uh, the chuck wagon's going to be out there cooking some different things. Gonna be like a, we need to stay. Y'all need to hang around. Y'all yeah, need to stick right. it out and stay with us and, and be a part of that. Um, over 350 pounds of candy good. was nice. brought in in three weeks. So I think they got about that challenge. They had a good time. Sure. But uh, we'll have all that stuff out there. We'll have music going because, um, you know, we can have fun. Right. We can have a good time. And... Um, all that what we're trying to do is reach people for Jesus right. by Amen. whatever means. Whatever means and possible. so we'll do we'll do Easter egging, we'll do uh, trunk or treats, yes. we'll do whatever else. But the primary focus of that whole mission is to tell others about Jesus. Amen. It ain't about an egg. It's not about a this or that. It's all about the gospel. Because you know what? It's the only thing that has power to change man's life. Amen. Brother Jim said one time he doesn't care if they come for rubber alligators as long as they leave for Jesus. <laughs> that's right. That's right. So, look, guys, it's been wonderful having you, Brother Jim, here. Brother Brian, so good to have you all here. Um, if you need to reach the church, you can always do that through our website. Uh, go on there to fbcblanchard.com and uh, see what all kind of events that we're doing. Check out our services. We have changed our uh, early service we once were at 8.15, but the preacher, he talked so long, we had to change it to 8. And uh, so we moved it back 15 minutes so he can have a little more time to breathe and a little more time to, to uh, share the message and, and talk about what God's put on his heart. But um, look forward to that. If you have any prayer requests, prayer concerns, you can call Miss McKenzie at 318-929-2346. And uh, she'll, she'll slip that prayer request to me. And know this, um, we're renovating our prayer um, prayer, I want to say prayer house, our prayer room, and uh, we're, we're going to be uh, putting those prayer requests out there. My brother gave me another great idea with some prayer grams, so look forward to how our prayer ministry is going to grow and strengthen. So uh, it was good to have you guys, and uh, we'll shut it off right here.